I saw Nope again in IMAX, which is the Second only time. way to see it. Second time. It's it's honestly, it's the only way to see it. And, you know, I got a lot more out of it this time, but it wasn't necessarily the movie that got me. It was the conversation mm-hmm. afterwards because I saw this, you know, on a Saturday night, prime time. There was a ton of people there. I don't think it was sold out, but there was a lot of people there. And yeah. the conversations that were being had right after the movie ended were... I heard two different couples talking. The first one said, well, it wasn't Marvel, but I still liked it a lot. And then the other one said, well, that definitely wasn't a Marvel movie. And then the, and then his girlfriend was like, or fiance or whoever was like, yeah, but it was great. I really enjoyed it. And that made me go, Oh, wait a minute. So the thing we've been worried about where people are kind of like, maybe at some point we'll consider the MCU as the standard for theatrical movies. That already happened. Like that's where people are at. And that just made me feel terrible. I'm like, Oh, so you automatically put this up against Thor love and thunder, which is fine because it's way better. But like your basis for theater going is Marvel. And I'm like that. That's a lot to unpack. Sucks. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) And it just made me feel odd. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh no. I almost <laughs> Those are grown people. Like, prompt me. I almost wish you'd prompted me with that so I could like process for a minute because I'm just oh. like, oh man. <laughs> I know. And in the moment, I'm like, oh, of course. But then you think about it a little more and you just, it, it, it I was like, oh man, oh, okay. So well, <laughs> that's the baseline. <laughs> two things I'll put out there. Yeah. One, they were at Nope. Yeah. So good on them. And they had a yes. positive experience with it. And two, I guess that has to be expected in some capacity because the Marvel properties and the DCU properties are the ones that are breaking the billion dollar mark. It's true. And Top Gun. Yeah. So it's like. If you just do the the math on it, it's like, OK, this one made a billion dollars. That's X number of people. This mm-hmm. one made three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand, three hundred million dollars. Uh, that's X number of people. There are Y number of people that saw this one and not mm-hmm. the other one. So true. Hashtag yeah. math podcast. Uh, yeah. Hashtag mini math podcast. <laughs> but that's that's rough, man. I mean, I mean, like you said, they were there. Like, it didn't deter them to go see this, you know, by being like, oh, well, you know, it's not a big spectacle thing. I mean, it is spectacle, but it's not the same thing. So that is something. But the fact that they're the the only thing they put it up against is like, oh, man, that's, you know, it wasn't better than Endgame or it was as good as No Way Home or whatever. And which is okay because I think a lot of these movies are going to be thought of as better, honestly, because the quality is just a little bit better. Yeah. And it's original, but it's still, it just put me in a weird mood. I'm like, ah, why? Why are we talking about this? We just watched an original blockbuster and we're talking about Marvel guys. Like, can we just, (laughs) but that's where it is, man. They've, they've trained us to be like, I wonder if it has anything to do with its proximity to Thor love and thunder. Like if it had been six months since we'd gotten a Marvel property, if people would have been like, yeah, oh, that was, you know. But is that ever going to happen again? Where there will be six no, months? Fair. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It is what it is. Again, I'm glad that they were there. I did watch The Gray Man. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Which, you know. Let me let me start here. <laughs> Do you know what scene I was talking about when I was like, 
oh yes this is a russo brothers movie now no spoilers i guess but well i think that i do i will say so i'm just gonna say the scene so spoilers if you haven't seen the gray man like i guess watch it well just Um, give me like a location were they in a square with a bench yes. involved? Okay, I do. As yeah. soon as there was one That's line one. that Chris Evans says that I'm like, well, you're now nodding at how absurd this is. And it's yeah. clear how, yeah. And you go, oh, okay, everybody's doing their thing. Everybody's fighting. Everybody's mm-hmm. coming in from everywhere. And you're like, that is what the Russo brothers are the best at. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's that, it's the um, highway scene from Winter Soldier. Yep. Yeah. It's like brilliant. It's like yeah. that's, you know, say what they what you will about everything being corny and or mm-hmm. the dialogue being whatever. But like the dudes yeah. know how to film action. Yeah. And that was a really interesting way of doing it, too, because once you watch it, you'll understand like it's they've put things in place where things have to work a certain way. And mm-hmm. now the characters now need to work their way around this certain situation and they do it well and they nod to themselves. And, and I think it yeah. is well done. I mean, The Gray Man's not as bad as people say. Not even close. I mean, people yeah. are like, this is the worst movie. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not great, but it's not terrible. And I think that's where my problem is because I was fine watching it. I'm like, this is actually pretty fun. I don't see why they went to 20 locations where some yeah. of it's like, oh, they're in Azerbaijan and he's just answering a phone call from Azerbaijan and then we never yeah. go back. I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of ridiculous. But Globetrotting. Yeah, I read one review that was like, so can we all take a, t- a moment to appreciate like <laughs> all the dead space of when these people are just traveling for 15 hours? <gasps> yeah, yes. And then it's like, yep, well, all right, now we're here. It's constant dead space. But I think, so the fact that the movie's just okay is is what bugs me. I'm like, dude, this should have been amazing yeah like you've got the best people on this you've got the biggest budget why was this not like oh my god this is top 10 of the year like that's one of the things i'm like this should have been even the minor characters like you got billy bob thornton you got jessica henwick like you have people who are like older hollywood newer hollywood like all across the board yeah talent and it's just fine like it's just okay and i think yeah I, i don't know anna de armas is in it and she's amazing but also like I don't remember that much about her performance. Like she just shows up and saves Gosling a lot. And I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's interesting yeah. because I'm like, how much of this is like the Rousseau brothers world building. Yeah. You know, because that's also what they do. Um, yeah. But I don't think it, I don't think there's any kind of real world building that works in here. No. But yeah, I mean, it, that's the thing. It's like it's good. It's it's good. It's not great. Yeah. I wonder if there's a level to which the Rousseau brothers have a similar kind of situation. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but a similar kind of situation of Zack Snyder where mm. they don't work as well when they're working off original content. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. because Zack Snyder can only make adapted projects. Quite literally. Um, yeah. And. And that's the thing that I I think I said last week that if you take everything away, this if you consider all the MCU stuff, one project, this feels like a very strong sophomore effort. Totally. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. um, then I'm like, okay, like you're going to you're learning a lot from this and now you're going to do a third thing where it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Everyone thought this was way too campy. Let's like see if we can 
get some better stakes here or like yeah 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 i think it was a very expensive trial not trial but like a very expensive sophomore effort that i'm like it didn't fail it definitely didn't fail it was just you hear 200 million dollars and you're like oh yeah okay and it wasn't but you know it's uh it's stronger than red notice oh my god yeah (laughs) it's stronger than six underground like it's stronger than the atom project yeah 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 like (laughs) i can't get that mad at it considering some of the other netflix originals i've watched in the past six months agreed Uh, agreed yeah so i'll give it that (laughs) so i wonder if it's just netflix being like yeah here's 200 million dollars do whatever i think it or that's just their like style of content where it's like it's a good idea on paper but like maybe put a little more effort into like fleshing it out before you go and do the production. But who knows? Like maybe they're yeah. just working it out and next year they're going to have like the next, you know, born series or something like that. Who knows? You yeah. Know? Well, like the, I want them to team with a really good screenwriter because That's I think the they're good screenwriters, but the story is really what's lacking yeah. in the gray man. Yeah. Like the acting is good. I really yeah. like Chris Evans in it. Yeah. The action is amazing. Like we said, it's awesome. It's, you know, it's well crafted, mm-hmm. um, but it's just like, there's not all the story is just like a conglomerate of 25 different action movies. Yeah. You it, know. it feels like a video game. Like we were talking about last week. It's like, okay, yeah. you go from here to here to here, beat these guys, beat these guys, beat these guys, get to the boss. And yeah. then you fight the boss. <laughs> it's like, yeah. there it is. <laughs> well, and even like <laughs> I was thinking, I got, like I got really worried in the very beginning when um, I guess this isn't a spoiler because it's in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. But uh, the guy he's chasing is like, oh, I'm Sierra four. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the like storyline to Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> Goldeneye. No. Yeah. 006 is uh, played by Sean Bean. And it's like from the very beginning he's like oh you're chasing another double o and it's like oh it's another sierra like mm, mm. yep i know that storyline like yeah. i've seen it <laughs> yeah. and like i'm sorry russo brothers but you're not about to do that storyline better than golden eye yeah come on you know come on um, <laughs> but it's also like 95 you're clearly lifting it from golden eye that's your right yeah which is their whole so shtick is like here's yeah. all these movies that we love you know yeah so there's a lot of stuff that's borrowed from other things in that and mm-hmm. again like I'm fine with that, but like if I go, oh, that's from Goldeneye, as it's happening on the screen, that's problematic. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, um, I want to talk about yeah. since we're talking about storytelling. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Orville. Yeah, dude. I've been watching the Orville, and I am constantly amazed at the level of storytelling quality that's coming out of that show mm-hmm. there are episodes and like you know they're all based around certain things but like they're taking on really really big issues mm-hmm. in like a space you know star trek-esque setting and yeah just like delivering on them without having to actually address the issues that's hard to do <laughs> there's one where and i won't get can I, I don't know if I can get into this without getting into spoilers, but there's one where one of the crewmen gets thrown back through time through like a space anomaly kind of thing. And they go back and they get him and he doesn't want to leave. And what they do with that character is 
it's this ridiculous space comedy and you're like your heart breaks for that character because it's you're just like oh my god and i'm like i haven't had this kind of visceral reaction to like a character in like a while yeah and i'm like what the hell is this doing in the orville created by (laughs) seth MacFarlane? (laughs) written by him too written by written and often directed by him too and i'm just like there you go like where the guy that writes family guy is capable of this kind of like character development and story structure it blows my mind yeah it's wild yeah man i I need to get back on that show yeah just like even it's really weird that the new season the first episode i was kind of like oh no this is gonna be no good because i'm like Mm. they have to they have to kind of almost retcon what happened in the last season. It's not really a retcon, but like they they have to address it. Okay. Um, but you get the feeling they don't want to talk about it. like the first uh. episode of the season feels like it should be like the fifth episode of the season. Cause you're like, who oh. is this? What's okay. going on? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but man, you stick with it and it's worth it. It blows my mind, man. It's one of the best shows on TV right now, which is, Hilarious to say, a Which spoof of Star hilarious Trek. Hilarious to say. I'm just like by it's got it's got. I, I definitely have talked about the Orville before. It may have been on uh, Pixel Splitters Prime. There, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's got Galaxy Quest vibes. I'm like, oh, this is just like a good Star Trek show. Exactly. You know. Yes. Yes. So. Agreed. Okay. Well, and what are we on season four? Three? Four? Four. Three? Four? And season three. Yes. New Horizons. That's so funny. New Horizons. It's because that's literally what like a Star Trek show would be called. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's that's awesome. All right, well, I'm gonna have to check the Orville out again. It's another show that I'm like, it's an easy There's watch so too, many, man. Yeah. I well, know. some of them are long. Oh, some of them are like an hour and a half. But as long as they're not all like that, I can get. Yeah, no, it. they're not. I think yeah. they average like <laughs> an hour. You know. Yeah. That's um, that's there's a few that. that hit 50, you know, but like I was like, ooh, next one, next one. It started playing and it said uh, hour and like 34 minutes. I was You're like, like no. I'm not watching this tonight. <laughs> it's a night. It's a movie. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you watch anything else? I did no? watch. I don't know how much I, I should talk about this, but I watched a movie <laughs> called St. Vincent. St. Vincent. See that it's. um. Does that have Bill like a Murray? comedian in it? Yes, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Good. Oh, or? If you haven't seen it, I don't. Bill Murray is great in it. So Bill Murray plays like a drunk gambler, alcohol kind of guy. That's who right. Gets yeah. has to take care of um, the kid who moves in next door. Classic mm-hmm. kind of setup, and it is kind of a classic story movie. It's not going to surprise you anywhere it goes. But Bill Murray's really good in it. It feels like Bill Murray cared about a role for the first time in a very long time. Okay. And it's good. I just, without spoiling anything, it just doesn't really land the plane. Okay. Okay. There's a couple storylines in it that just like are going along. Something happens and then they're just never addressed again. Ah, uh, I got you. Okay. Like I won't, I'll, I'll keep this as spoiler free as I can, but there's, he owes money to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and okay. there's one that like there's a thing. Uh, well, this is so generic. There's like an event <laughs> that like has to do with one of the people that he owes money to. And like mm-hmm. the scene unfolds and then 
it's just never addressed again. Like you get to the end of the movie and you're like, well, but doesn't he still owe money? Ooh. Okay. So it's weird. I don't know. It was okay. good. It was a fun watch. It was an easy watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Written by written and directed by Theodore Melfi, who also did Hidden Figures. Oh, the uh, oh. the movie about um, African-American women mathematicians at NASA. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to remember now who was in that. Taraji P. Henson and Octavia yes. Spencer. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. interesting. Very interesting yeah. movies to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. All right. Um, but Saint yeah, Vincent. I mean, it's St. Vincent. It's it's been on my watch list forever, and I just was just like, I'm gonna knock this one out right now. They had a good vibe for the moment. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it's all about sometimes. Yeah.